0: I was no gonna problem. Say, um, how much are you looking forward to this fight, and, and how sort of frustrating has, has the last sort of year been? In you know, in terms of not being able to fight, and you know, finally getting back into the ring now.
1: Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited, mate. To be honest with you, I forgot what this feels like. <laughs> you know, when you know fighters have a uh, have a retirement and then they come back and it's all it's all new again. That's what I kind of feel like. It must be what that's like. Um. Yeah, it's it's a little bit different just coming back as well after 15 months out. And, you know, with the way that we're doing fight week, I mean, normally I've got my set routines and uh, done my, my little things. But, you yeah, know, being in the bubble and everything else is a little bit weird. But listen, to answer your question, mate, I'm, uh, it's been a tough year, sat on the sidelines, but I've stayed motivated, stayed focused and uh, can't wait to be thrown levered again.
0: Yeah, in terms of how you've been keeping busy, Josh, you've obviously got your, you've got your young family and, and what have you. You're obviously in great condition. How would you say you've spent the last sort of 15 months?
1: Um, just as you say, it uh, spending time with family and training. That is all I've been doing. I mean, there's sort of you can do really, isn't there? But, um, you know, I'm lucky, lucky enough to have my own private gym. Um, I've been able to go in there during all the lockdowns. Going, turn the key, and, and and just train away. If there's just been myself there or some of my team members, um, it, it's been good to just focus on the training and then spend as much time as possible with me, my little girls and uh, and my family. So that has been that's been a nice disguise and, and, and uh, a dis- nice distraction. If I'm honest with you, but um, ready back. Honestly, I'm ready to get back to 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 throwing the lever. Honestly.
0: Just a final one from me, Josh. What, what, what are you expecting from your opponent this weekend?
1: Um, you know, he's not really known over here, and uh, a lot of people in the states are, are saying some very, very good things about him. Just, you know, saying he he's going to come over here and cause an upset, and that's all right. Is is you know, he's got more knockouts than me. It comes for a fight. I know he's only got the fight at short notice, but this can be life changing for him. And it's only 36 minutes, so he's going to come. But in the same breath, I've been training hard for, a, for an AR fight. I've been training for a fight that was supposed to cement me as number one in the world. So I'm ready for anything that he brings. Whatever he's done in the last five or six weeks, I'll be ready for it, believe me. And, uh, you know, I reckon he's going to come. He's going to try to make an impression. I don't know how well he does 12. But, listen, I you know me, I can do 12 really well. And I'm hitting it even harder now, so it's uh, it's going to be an entertaining fight, that's for sure.
0: That's great. Cheers, Josh. Thanks.
1: No, no problem, mate. No problem. Uh,
2: ben McKenna, next, please. Hi, Josh. How are you keeping? All right, Ben. How are you doing? Good. Good. Thanks. Um, good man. With it being so long that you have fought, and you mentioned it being a tough year for yourself, there also been a tough year for a lot of the fans with the lockdowns. How nice is it you can get out
1: there and give them a bit of entertainment when we're stuck in a, another lockdown? Yeah, it's it's going to be a little bit different, isn't it? I mean, normally, normally uh, we entertain them with um, sweet Caroline. I predict a riot match on together, loads of pints getting chucked all over, and uh, and everyone just a little bit merry. Uh, this one's obviously going to be a little bit different, but you know, people are going to be watching from the living rooms. And, uh, and I'm sure they'll be screaming and shouting and, and, and cheering and, you know, for those who have not missed a fight in in, in years, and I've got a few of them fans who have been there since I've been winning titles back in 2012, they've been to everyone since, it is going to be different for them guys, because like I say, they're, they're there uh, through thick and thin to every show, and uh, obviously, can't be there, they're going to be watching from the telly, probably going to be a little bit anxious, but it's my job to make them entertained and uh, do a good job, keep the winning record and, and keep the big fights alive. So, and like I say, it's, it's the winning that does that. You know, you get beat and then it's, you know, it's back onto the, I will not say small shows, but you're not as exciting, and you're not looking at the big unification fights anymore. It's just building yourself back up. And uh, I think we've worked too so hard over the years to, 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 for that to happen. So, I'll be entertaining on Saturday night, though you would. Are you allowing yourself to look past Lara and what might come next, or not? At yeah. home. Listen, I, I'm. I'm. Listen. I'm not going to be. Uh, I'm not going to put that question off completely because I'd be. Uh, I'd be lying to you if I if I, um, if I if I said otherwise. Obviously, there's a massive dangling carrot right there in front of me. You know, get through this one, Josh. You know, there could potentially be an even bigger one. And more baubles online. Um, with that being said, all this week, my head's been focused on Lara. Know I've, I've non-stop watched him, clips of him, um, just obsessing, looking at his record, um, his fighting style, finding pictures of him on Google, just to get his image in my head and his, his him in action in my head. Because ultimately, it's him who's, who's trying to stop it this Saturday night. So, I think you can get a bit complacent and think it's going to be a given. And then that's when things can go wrong and you don't want to be going in, into the fight and like be three rounds deep and thinking, wow, this is not what I expect. But if I've got a monster in my head and it, you know the fight's a lot easier than I expect, then that's always a bonus. And if not, if it is a tough fight, well, at least I've prepared for it up there. So um, I'm ready, mate. I'm ready. And just final one from me. Have you changed much? With your, with your training schedule given it's been so long since you've kind of had a fight to prepare for? Obviously I've had about a 15-month training camp <laughs> which is normally uh, around 12 weeks but to be honest well, I live in the gym anyway I'm always in the gym if anything um, we've just done things a little bit different because I'm 30 now Ben you know I'm 30 it's not like I'm a young whippersnapper anymore. Um, last time I was mature room or oh, 24, 25, not even married, no kids. Now I've got a bad back. I've, you know, I've got grays I've got kids. I'm married. So things have changed a little bit. But now if, if anything, we've just been a little bit smarter. Um, we 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 enrolled a new strength conditioning coach um, last year, and uh, we've just changed changed the way that we we set our days out uh, and our, our rest days, and Listen, I feel fantastic. I'm sure you'll see it on social media. I mean, you know, uploading topless selfies and pictures and whatnot. I mean, I'm in good condition and and and, uh, and I feel I feel really good. You know, everything on on record, my sparring, me, my running, um, my fitness—it's all through the roof. So, it's all about doing it under the lights now. It's all about doing it under the lights. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Josh. Best no of luck. Cheers, Ben. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Ben. If we go to Jake Donovan next, please. Hey, Josh, thanks for uh, taking these uh, big polls and uh, doing this uh, interview. Um, I did want to ask, I I know you're not looking past uh, Mauricio Lauder for good reason, but um, what I wanted to know was at what point did you realize that there was a a serious chance you would have to give up your title and how difficult was it for you to to make that decision?
1: Uh, Hello, Jake. Um, Yeah, it more or less came out of the blue, if I'm honest with you. Um, It it was more or less in the space of 12 to 24 hours. It was more or less... Mm -hmm in middle of uh, the last stages of camp and all of a sudden we're in this predicament. Um I regretted not uh, the decision to vacate it. You know, it's what I have to do to, to move forward and get the big fights. But, yeah, it just seemed to happen really quick. And to be honest with you, if there'd have been more of a build-up, if there'd been a few days dwelling late, then might have changed my decision. But it would just happen there and then. And you know what? In reflection, I'm happy with it. I'm really happy with it because obviously nobody wants to give up a belt, you know, I've worked hard to win that world title, three defences under my belt. And, uh, I've always said, the only way that you're taking this bloody belt off me is by, you know, beating me up and dragging me out of the ring. Or, you know, I go out on my shield and to lose it to the politics is, uh, is not always the best way, but like I say, I'm not going to be, I've said this many times and I probably bore myself in saying it myself. I'm not going to be defined by that one belt. You know, I'm, for me, I'm at a stage where I believe I can go on and win more belts. You know, there's lovely belts out there. There's uh, it's all added to your resume. It's all added to your CV. You know, the talk about the the Ring Magazine belt. I mean, that just blows my mind. You know, when you look at the history of boxing and how many people and fighters have won that, and, and then the type of resume. It's like, man, you could add Josh Warren on the side of that. Wow, <laughs> it makes me, it's makes me head spin. But um, you know, it's all out there, and, and the only way that I was able to do that is by, uh, is by, by vacating the belt.
2: Okay, great. We actually answered my second question with that. So I appreciate it. Uh, Great to have you back. Looking forward to seeing you this weekend.
1: Thank you very much, Jake. Cheers, mate. Cheers.
2: Thanks, Jake. Um, Next, if we hand over to Joe Lee from Seconds Out, please.
3: Hi, Josh. How are you keeping,
1: mate? Hi, Joe. You okay? Yeah, I'm all good. Thank you. I was just wondering, as you just mentioned about,
2: obviously you're frustrated having to vacate the belt. Do you think the best long-term solution for
1: boxing, but also for people who are in your situation and maybe you again in the future, is to scrap most of the belts and just have one world champion in every weight division? Oh man, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? That would be lovely. I mean, obviously, the belts had a little bit more glam to the fights, and if you if you had a, if you had a busy division like the feather division or or the, or the lightweight division where you've got you know so many great fighters yeah. in the top ten, then a lot of fights could be made. Where with different belts on the line, um, so you could have you know, um, like we've had Lopez and Lomachenko, and you've got Any and all the other rest of the guys, you can, all, you can all mix them up, um, and, and put the belts on the line because obviously everybody wants to have a world title and call themselves a world champion. Ultimately, I think the, the ring magazine is that defining numero uno cemented number one because it looks over the, all of them. Um, I think the belts just add a little bit more gloss to the fights, but I think, uh, I think it should be it be should be easier to make the, the big fights happen. You know, I think with with mandatories and everything else. It makes it a little bit difficult. You know, it makes it a little bit difficult and it's not the first time that we've 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 seen this happen. Obviously, I know there's other politics in there with like different broadcasters, different promoters and all that stuff, but the belts can be a stumbling block as well. And uh, and yeah, we would like in my position, I think people can maybe take a lesson from that would be defined that by that belt because ultimately there's been some big fights over the years and some people were not even tell you able to tell you what the belt were online they just remember that big fight and how exciting that fight was so um you know i consider myself still you know one of the best in the world even though i don't have that strap i mean it's all in in my wardrobe but <laughs> but um like i say it's about having the big the big fights and ultimately that's what the fans want to see Thank you, mate. Just the one from me. Good luck. No problem. Thanks, Joe.
2: Yes. Thanks, Joe. If we go to Jim from PA
4: next, please. Hi, Josh. Thanks for your time. No worries, Jim. Hi. Just a to just a, I know There's been a lot of talk about what might happen after this fight, but can yes. you just give us a, a bit of an, in, an insight of, of how you keep yourself focused actually on this fight when everyone's saying, well, after this, this is going to happen because if the job doesn't get done on Saturday... Then that makes things more difficult, doesn't
1: it? Because, I'm, you know, the thing is, Jim, I know what's that. What I'm still competing this weekend, and I've, you know, this is fight number 31. I've been here many, many times, and uh, there's never been an easy fight, no matter what promoters, managers, even trainers say. There's never been an easy fight. And at dates, so also, we're taking the punches to the face. And, you know, if you go in there with the blasé attitude of, oh, yeah, this is going to be a steady one, I've got this one straight after. That's when things go wrong. It's sport. You know, it's, ne- it's never the written. It's never the written. You know, it, you, you've still got to go out there and perform. And ultimately, when I'm in there, this guy's going to be throwing punches at me. He's going to be trying to hurt me. And I know I've got to beat him up to get past that and make the other fights happen. So, yeah, like I, I said I a, a couple of questions ago, there is that dangling carrot there. But that dangling carrot just goes fucking, it goes missing. It gets squashed. The talks of the other big fights go out the window. If you get beat, nobody likes that, that L. No one gets a, an L and then goes straight into a big unification fight. So it's that, man, what keeps keeps me going. And, you know, I'm 30 years old now. And I don't want to be adding another two years on me, onto my career, getting back up there because I've had a bad night or taking my eye off the ball or focus too much on the fight in front. So believe me, I'm, I'm fully focused on this Saturday, obviously despite game a little bit short, uh, short noise than, than we anticipated, but we've adjusted physically, mentally and uh, I'm ready to go, mate.
4: And just a, a, another quick one, if, if, if I may, with this being the first sort of boxing show this year, after all of the restrictions, does that add a, a little bit of extra special or, or an extra, extra pressure that, you know, fight fans have been starved
1: of any sort of live action? Um, it just makes me want to, Put on a good show, obviously, got to stay focused and uh, got to do the job in hand, but just want to put on a good show. We're kicking off the um, we're kicking off the boxing season this year and uh, in the UK. And like I say, you want to do you don't want to have a stinker on first one, do you? Nobody wants to have a stinker on first one because no one's going to be bloody, bloody tuning in for the rest of the series. So, uh, yeah, let's kick off with a good fight. I'm, there's some brilliant fights on under the undercard. Like I say, he's a Mexican, I love to go forward, Got to throw punches. Going to be cherry on top end at night. That's great. Thanks for your time. Best of luck. No Thank worries. you. Thank you, mate. Cheers.
2: Thanks, Jim. If you go to Jeremy next, please.
1: Tell you what, Hi, Don, I'm, fuck, I'm fucking boring, me. I, I just can't answer questions quickly, can I? always <laughs> <don't> top boring. <laughs> oh, Hi, Josh. How are you doing? Hi, mate. How are you? Good, good.
4: Um, you've done a really good job of explaining your rationale for relinquishing the IBF title. I'm kind of wondering. Are you more frustrated with the politics of being forced or the attempt to force you into a rematch? Um, and, and, or did you view it as kind of like a, a fight that doesn't make sense because you've already done it before?
1: Yeah, probably the latter. Probably the mm-hmm. latter, Jeremy. And, and, and I, think, um, I think that kind of combines with the first answer as well. Um, it's a bit frustrating um, with the politics, but um, in the same breath, I've I've beaten three times, all right. Only once as professional, but I've beaten, you know, three times altogether. Amateur, and pro. So it's like, I'm, I'm my career is not not going to be about Barry and Kid Gallard, Nor is it just going to be about Lee Selby or Carl, Fram- Carl Frampton. You know, there's other big names on there. Like what I keep on saying, I want to add to my resume. You know, you Gary Russells, you Kanzo, your Navarettis, all massive fights out there. And uh, I'm a boxing fan, just like you. I can see you all there. That's absolutely fantastic, by the way. You know, you love boxing. <laughs> and, all, and all you want to see is you want to see big fights. Now, as, as fighters normally, especially in this pandemic, we normally only fight twice a year. In them fights, I don't want to be having fucking special coming homes and steady defences and, assault. nah, never mind all that stuff. Get me in the big fights. You know, if my I could have it my own way, it'd be Kanju and the next one after that, Gary Russell Jr., and just keep on having these big fights while well, the momentum's there, whilst I'm in my prime years and whilst we've got time. So, uh, you know, if organisations are going to demand mandatories or there's an opportunity to vacate and then go on to the bigger fights, then then that's what I'll do. That's what I'll have to do, and I, I've already done so.
4: Thank you, Josh. I appreciate it, and uh, no worries, thank Jeremy. you for thank you for clarifying that.
1: No problem. Great wall, by the way, mate. Great wall.
4: <laughs> Thank Great. you.
2: Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, if it goes to Ron Lewis next, please.
0: Oh, Josh. Um, by the looks of things, the first thing he did on arriving in London was uh,
3: redecorate your hotel room. Um, yeah, can you take us through your motivational mood <laughs> behind you there? And is that something you always do? Um, I'm away from home,
1: isn't it, uh, Ron? I'm away from home. So um, I we have a... a one of the the, the fellows who sponsors a few of lads in the gym, and he's he's kindly giving me a, a logo fridge. But I'm always coming up with quotes and statements and motivations and stuff. And we're just chatting in the gym, and, uh, and 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 he heard some of the stuff that we said. And one of the bottom lines there is um, beyond the belts. And we're all Nick Manners had said it first, and then and then we were all just laughing and joking about that. And I think that's. That quote kind of came from, but um, what, we, what we've more or less done recent in recent times in, in vacating the belt. You know, it, it, I've said I keep on saying that I'm not I'm not going to be defined by that belt. So he knows um, vacating and, and moving on for the bigger fights. It, it, we're going beyond the belts. It's not about the that, that fucking one belt there. It's about the bigger fights, the bigger the bigger nights, the bigger the bigger stages, and uh, and that's it, mate. Yeah, that's it. But um what the ones above it one's above ones, it we've got we've got make your life a masterpiece imagine no limitations on what you can be have or do push yourself because no one else is going to do it for you I mean I love that one because certainly boxing is a singular sport and uh, although we do have corner teams and you know on a normal circumstance we'd be fighting in front of thousands of people and they're screaming and shouting ultimately it's only me who can throw my arms in the ring you know ultimately when i'm in the gym it's only me who can push myself in training it's only me who can push myself on the runs it's so I, I don't that just makes that that just makes sense cuz like I say my old fella can scream and shout at me to do whatever but it's up to me to do so and uh, i've got i've got to take charge of it it's like this saturday everyone's talking about what could potentially be after it's up to me i've got to got to do this next one first so um yeah, that, that one is certainly relevant at uh, this moment in time. But, listen, Ron, I've got a book of them. I've got a book of them. I, I, love, <laughs> I, love, I love quotes, mate. If uh, if I could have my own way at home, it'd be all over the house, but Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Isn't that keen? Is it always something you do, though,
4: when, when you go to a hotel room? Now, have you ever been charged for, like, damaging the wallpaper?
1: <laughs> no, I always make sure that I look after it. I always make sure I look after it. Uh, make sure I'll pull the tape off nice and gently, and it's all right. But, yeah, I, I just do little things like that, little mementos, maybe put me um, I've you know I've got a League United scarf and uh, and flag that always goes up. Um, just I'll, I'll write little notes in my in my training diaries or little uh, little phases like for instance, you know, 2018, it were it were destined I was destined to be world champion against that fight at least I'll at Road. Um, yeah, yeah. Last year was year of unification. That never came out, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I don't mind them. They're just some people and athletes might think of the show good, but I don't mind them. I love all that motivational shit. Excellent. Take care, mate. Take care Cheers, Ron. Thank you, mate.
2: Thanks, Ron. If we go to Kevin Garside next, please.
4: Let me unmute myself. Am I unmuted there? Yep, yeah. Thank you, you, me, mate. Mate. you are okay, uh, Josh. Um. You are a famous uh, son of Leeds, and I wonder if, if in this pandemic uh, period you've been able to connect with your football team in any way that's meaningful uh, when you approach a fight.
1: Um, just being able to watch them on the telly, mate. Uh, that's it. You know, I've had a few messages today, actually, as, um, as I've arrived here, wishing me well, um, which, I, which I massively appreciate. Um, well, who are the, the,
4: the, the boxing fans in the team?
1: Um, I think most of them are fans of myself. I mean, right. I don't know how many uh, a die-hard boxing fans. Like um, Liam Cooper and Stewie Dallas are, are, are big boxing fans and I, I, I believe clickies is as well. But, um, yeah, uh, the rest of them just support myself and uh, always want me to, always want me to do well. So, yeah, I've had a nice, some nice messages uh, off them and, you know, I'm sure they'll be sending me a few uh, for the rest of the week as well. Yeah. Um, but in terms of you know personal interaction there hasn't been many plenty on social but um like I say I've had invites to the game but I've not gone down because I went down um for the Charlton game at end of end of last season and I watched the you know the the, the cup get lifted I kind of abused my position and we uh, were able to get in there and watched all that but I felt a little bit dirty if I'm honest with you you know because there's there's people who would have chopped left legs out or people would have have not missed a game in forty or so years, and uh, and I was there, so I felt that I won't go to a Premier League game until like, the rest of the fans are back. Because ultimately, you know, my connection with the club, I'm still just a fan first and foremost. So um, yeah, I'll go back when the, when the rest of the fans are allowed back.
4: But it is, isn't it? It's, it's quite important that the the um, the identity of a city is so intimately linked with its sport, big sports brands. Leeds United, fantastic club. We remember Bremner and um, and, and and that era, uh, Johnny Giles. You know, I, I mean, I'm old enough to remember seeing those guys live. Fantastic club, uh, and now Bielsa is doing something um, unbelievable um, in in the way that you know we've got a great coach at a great club, and everybody's talking about Leeds. But you know, in, in, for boxing fans, you know, you're just as your your identity as a, as a son of Leeds, as it were, is so important. And I wonder how much that kind of feeds your energy. When you're coming into big fight weekends, your identity as a as a as a Leeds boy and what it means to Leeds for you to do well.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm um, I'm Leeds through and through, and the support isn't just uh, coming from Leeds these days, but it, it started off in Leeds, you know. And when I I've been a Leeds fan all my life, and uh, you know, started going down to the ground as a young lad, and. Uh, and then when you start falling in love with the club, we were diabolical, we were terrible in League One, getting beat off of pub teams in FA Cup. And, uh, you know, you, you, you start following the club and, you know, your profile starts growing around the city. And there's only 16,000 turning up to Welland to Road in, in league matches. Um, but we're getting 10,000 in the arena to watch me. And, I'm, and I may hear in a lot of uh, comments like, you know, you're bringing the glory days back to Leeds, Josh. And, you know... It, to quote a few a few comments, what I've heard many, many times um, when we weren't doing so well and before Bielsa and all that stuff were, you know, at least you'll bring a smile to our face instead of that bag of shite down at Ellen Road. And <laughs> and that's what times were like for, for, a long, for a long period. And then, you know, I had the um I had the massive fight at Ellen Road in May, uh, 2018 and a few people were saying they'd seen Ellen Road bouncing around for a long, long time. And then Bielsa came in and it's kind of... It's just kind of bounced on from there. Now I'm not saying that I'm started that effect or anything like that, but it kind of works hand in hand. Um, and obviously now I'm seeing them doing well. I want to carry on doing well, and you know I'm sure the boys at the Leeds Rhinos want to keep on doing well, and then nobody else who's from the sporting background, whether it's swimmers or the gymnast or the or the triathletes, everybody wants to do well because, like you say, a city who's who loves its sport when everyone's booming, then. It shows it shows it's good energy, so um, you know, I, I certainly take energy off, off Leeds United and how everybody's talking about him and they're all over the, the, the place. And, and for the better, to be honest with you, because you know, we do get a lot of stake, uh, Leeds and Leeds fans, but yeah, it's uh, I think if I'm doing well as well, it, it runs in hand in hand. Thanks, Josh, no problem, Kev.
2: Thanks, Kevin. Um, if you go to Andy from Boxing Social next, please.
3: Hi, oh, Josh, how are you doing? Hello, Andy, how are you, pal? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, we spoke on the phone about a month ago before the Lara fight was announced and when everybody thought it was Kanju next. And you said yes. to me, when you were heading into the fights from now on, you wanted to you wanted the stoppage wins. You'd had enough wars and you wanted <laughs> you to get out of the ring earlier. You wanted to be able to enjoy a night, get into bed early. Um, with the change of opponent, the change of mentality, you haven't got the, that roaring Leeds fan base behind you on the night as well. How do you go about ensuring you can do something similar to Maurizio Lara?
1: Um, I know the powers there, and um, I've got the, the the technique and and whatnot. What's certainly with them little um, 8 arms gloves on, I mean, I do damage inspiring when I've got the 16 arms gloves on, and and you know the the the, the sparring partner's got the big head guards on, and man, they're like pillows. And these these gloves that I'll be slipping on on Monday night, uh, Saturday night. I like the tight, they're brand new, and even just doing that, it, it hurts. So I know that when I'm letting them shots, it's gonna it's gonna do damage. But it's setting them shots up now. A Mexican who's got a massive opportunity. The last thing I would need to do is go all guns blazing in the first few rounds. It's been a long time since. Uh, since I've traded traded level with a little gloves on, so you know I reckon around the two, you know we'll be taking a look, um, getting myself warmed into it. I don't think he does twelve that well. I don't think he's done it that many times, if I'm honest with you. So you know I'm I'm experienced in them uh, in the long drawn on fights, and like we've said before. Um, I think once I get warmed into it. Maybe start put sitting down on my punches and then when my dad gives me the green light to go, then put it all together, mate.
3: Final things from me, Josh, because I know that you've running out of time, other people wanting to ask. Um, how much attention do you pay to social media, Josh? I know you've you have heard about kind of the outburst from you know Kid Galahad and you'd have seen that before we had the, the fort, which has Dickens on the verge of kind of the Purse bids and what have you. Well, Purse bids were confirmed, but just how much have you paid attention to what Kid Galahad's been saying about you and what have you?
1: I am. <laughs> I am, to be honest with you, mate. Um, he can do whatever he wants to do, but he needs to mention me, doesn't he? Because, that's how it right, I think Eddie had cleared this up last week when there were a pair bit to fight me. He went into millions and, uh, and I think a against Jazza Dickens just made hundreds, maybe, you know, the six-figure mark, so, yeah, it's boring. It's boring, you know, I don't know, who runs his social media and all that and does his daft videos for him, but, Like I say, he wants me to respond because it's fucking irrelevant about me. So I'm on a different path, different mission. So, um, yeah,
3: I don't pay too much attention, mate. Josh, best of luck on Saturday. I'll catch up with you after. Nice one. Cheers,
1: mate.
2: Thanks, Andy. Um, We've got time for two more outlets to ask uh, quick questions. We've got Josh's opponent just waiting to join. Um, So we'll go to Steve Bilton first. And then Jonathan, I know you've been waiting the whole time, mate. And uh, we'll have to end it there.
1: Hi, Josh. It's Steve from Boxing UK. Hello, Steve. How are you doing? Hello, mate. Uh, Josh, I just wanted to talk about your absence from the ring. Yep. Uh,
0: you had four fights in 15 months, three of them pretty high profile. Yeah. And
1: then it's been 15 months since you fought. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know, Steve. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to wait and see on Saturday. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's, it's not been a bad thing, I don't think. Obviously, I need to be active. I want to be active. I like going off uh, – I like having them fights quick uh, in quick succession, not because I go, like, ballooning up in between weight or anything like that, but just I'm in that routine. You know, you, you get used to uh, having your camps. You're getting used to getting straight back into the gym and working on 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 the next game plan and and, and and sussing out the next opponent. Now, 15 months is a long time, and it's a big void. But if anything, it's given me a chance to, to work on a few things that I thought I'd need to work on um, – Know work, let a few little injuries, niggling injuries, injuries. What I've had over a long period of time, rest up completely, and uh, and recharge up there as well. So, I'm itching to be back, itching to be back, and I'm ready to resume to uh, to the busy schedule again. Good man. Best luck on Saturday, Josh. Thank you, mate. See Hey, Josh. John here from Pro Boxing Fans. How you doing? Hi, John. You okay? Not bad, thanks. Um, you man, mentioned. Man. Uh, of- see fights looming potentially with kanju Gary Russell um how much uh, sort of guarantees if you had that if you come through Saturday night that will be your next fight and I know last year you were linked quite heavily to a fight with Shakur Stevenson who's now moved up is that a guy still on your radar perhaps later this year um yeah I think so I think so to answer you to, uh, your first question you know um listen sam was ready for a reason um since uh, our absence uh, away from him he's grown and grown and grown in the sport and uh, and I think we've grown as well in, in terms of our profile now we're back together you know you put trust in your team and your promotion the company and, and everyone else and uh, you know he's very very confident he can make these fights happen and uh, all we've got to do is keep winning and then it makes it easy to happen um I didn't even realize it but apparently, there's a bit of a value when you get to fight me, especially if when crowds are back in, because uh, you know, my, my money that we generate in ticket sales and everything else, so you know, there's, there's there is that. Um, so, but yeah, it's about winning the fights, getting through them. Um, in terms of your I think he was the only man who well, looked like potentially being made when I was under under Frank and his team, but now things have changed a little bit. There's many other options. Listen, that would be a great fight. If I went up to, up to super feather, um, you know, everyone's talking about how great he is and he could potentially be a next superstar. It'd be nice to, uh be nice to stop that hype train. And me and him have shared a few words from, from time to time, but there's also some other fantastic fights out there. You know, Santa Cruz has said he's still lagging about at featherweight. Um, Oscar Valdez has moved up to, to one as well. You know, the, that could be a potentially a storm and have a big punchy Mexican. So, they're all mouth-watering fights. And like I said earlier on in this uh, in this Zoom call, that just want to be in the fights that the fans are excited about, you know, the, fans, the fights that the fans remember. Um, and I'm not saying that Chicago wouldn't be that, but um, yeah, we'll just wait and see when we get through uh, these next few. Best of luck Saturday, Josh. Cheers. Cheers, man.
2: Thank just you. One very last one. Uh, as we've got two Jonathan's on the call, Jonathan Pinfield, if you just want to finish things off for us, mate. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot, uh, Josh. Just wanted to uh, ask you a bit about your dad. Uh, if that's okay, <laughs> uh, uh, how's he? You uh, entertained John in lockdown. Has he been putting you through your paces in the gym? And uh, how are his knees doing? Because I was thinking, uh, have you thought about getting a Bielsa bucket uh, to sit down on between the rounds to give
3: him a bit of a <laughs>
1: Yeah, he, uh, he sits down on stool normally in between the rounds. Um His knees are struggling a bit these days. He's had to, he just gets a can of WD4, he sprays him on there, just loosen him up a bit. Um You'll watch him on Saturday, he struggles getting in and out of ropes. I think it takes him about 15 seconds to get in, so we only get around 20 seconds in between rounds, but no, nah, he's good. He's good. He's um, he's obviously motivated, because last year he had a successful year with Max Hughes. He turned his career around a little bit, and... Uh, I got him some very good wins when Max he was a massive underdog. Now he's got myself and, and Reese uh, to go out on Saturday night. So that's been keeping him busy. Um, so, you know, you know me old fella. He always makes uh, light of, uh, of bad situations, whether that be not fighting for such a long time or, you know, not getting the fights so we wanted, just always tries to make a uh, best of it and just says, listen, it's only a bit of boxing, stop carrying on, you know, and uh, keeps us entertained with his daft things, like his dancing and, and uh, things like that, mate, yeah. And finally, uh, Josh, when the fight was first
2: announced, yep. some people on social media actually thought that you were fighting the West Indies legendary cricketer, Brian Lara. Right, um, okay. <laughs> it made me think that there's a lot of talk at the moment about these exhibition bouts featuring youtubers and random celebrities what are your thoughts on whether that's a good thing or a bad thing
1: for boxing um my thoughts are uh, they should be able to, shouldn't be allowed to call themselves professional boxers um should be kind of some other kind of license for them um, but they're not pro boxers uh, uh, maybe have them as, and it, as an exhibition bouts. I don't mind them if the headliner show where there's a lot, a lot of pro boxers on the undercard, but don't label them as, as pro fighters. And uh, and yeah, that's it, really. Brilliant. Thanks, Jonathan.
2: Okay. Thank you very much for your time, Josh.